an absolute necessity. If you do not get reparations soon, black folk, as I told you before, are through. Reparation is not a nicety, it's a necessity. What are the conditions? What are the conditions that precipitated black folk getting into this dilemma? And what black labor, white wealth did attract 800 years of history in very systematic terms to show you every strategy, every technique, every law, every public custom, and every public policy that were used to enslave black folk around the world and to maldistribute almost 100% of all this nation's wealth, power, resource, privileges, businesses, and controls of all levels of government into the hands of the dominant white society. And what slavery and Jim Crow segregation did with black folk, it intentionally maldistributed all the resources away from black folk and created a real-life monopoly game. Black folk in America are playing in a real-life monopoly game that you're totally ill-prepared to play and win. Peace, love, and reparations. Welcome to Black Star TV 2.0. It's your boy, Black Star. Man, we're going to get into it today. i like to thank everybody for supporting the channel. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, that like button, and that share button. Definitely hit the notification bell so you can be notified when these videos come out. And uh, family, so today I wanted to talk about this, you know, this kid, um, I think he was 36. I believe this is out of Texas. We're going to look into at the article. But he um, was sentenced to 70 years for, I believe it was 71.5 years to, uh, to be exact. Uh, they said he spit at the police. The wording is very... Um, crazy because every article that I that I um read literally said he spit at them. So even if you spit on them, I can actually argue that you know that's way too much time. Even if you killed somebody, I can still argue that seventy years is too much time to kill someone. But the United States is good at its propaganda machine, the biggest propaganda machine in the world, which is the our media, which is you know convincing you. And manipulating most of us to to believe that, um, you know, the, the American judicial system is justifying itself with the sentences that it hands out to people for the for the you know, for the crimes that we commit. Right. Because if you go to any other country, nobody's given out the years that the United States is given out like nobody for real. Now, they might have some poor, messed up conditions like the prison conditions can be messed up, but they're not getting the type of time. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, you're not coming up with three strike laws to where you're saying, oh, you know what? Well, we know you committed th th these two crimes right here, but now that you stole this piece of gum, life, like, you know, you know what I'm saying? A lot of countries not doing that. This is why we have the highest incarceration rate in the world and the, you know, the highest recidivism rate, which is the rate, rate of return for people who don't know. But let's get into this article, family. And that's something we got to stop doing. We got to stop letting these people, you know, finesse us into thinking that, you know, things are justified. I, I think 25 years is too much time in prison to kill somebody. And again, this is because if you go around the world and most of us haven't been around the world, most of us haven't seen prisons or know what they're even like around the world. So when you see a lot of these other places who aren't even giving people 10 or 20 years for murders and we're sitting here making people spend the rest of their natural life that's 18 19 years old there's like you're basically saying there's no coming back there's no redeeming especially a lot of these people a lot of these people be church people like there's no redeeming nobody can be like i don't know but let's get into it i don't want to keep rambling on man found guilty of spitting at police get 70 years in prison see i told you all that i got that at it's 
You know, that's a funny word. It doesn't say spit on police. It says spit at police. So you got them 70 years for spitting at the police, right? Because spitting at them is, you can spit at somebody and not technically hit them with the spit. Lubbock, Texas. That's where it is. A Texas man, of course, Texas, right? A Texas man was sentenced to 70 years in prison Wednesday after he was found guilty of harassing a public servant for spitting at, again, at Lubbock uh, police officers. Larry Pearson, um, 36, was arrested in May 22 of domestic violence after a victim flagged down an officer in North Lubbock. Prosecutors, um, Jessica Gorman said, right? A victim told the police that Pearson had hit her several times and that he had a gun. Gorman said that the fireman firearm turned out to be an airsoft gun. Yo, it's so funny how they really because I remember I got they was trying to charge me for a, a broken BB gun. First of all, the BB gun was broken. They found it in a hotel that I was in. It wasn't even mine, to be honest. And it was just so funny how they was really trying to charge me like that shit was a real gun. Talking about the pressure and the power. And the, I was like, man, y'all get the hell out of here, dog. You think I'm about to do five years? Because at the time, I'm a convicted felon. So I'm like, you think I'm about to do five years for a BB gun? Man, you crazy as hell. Then come to find out y'all came into the room without the warrant and all of that. And I got it thrown out that way. But you know, so it's, I'm trying to tell you, it's a whole lot of cheating. And we're going to get into, because... Again, when it when we anytime we start talking about um the law and all of this stuff, it's I'm trying to tell y'all it's a finesse all the way around the board. And again, with this article, even when he even when they're saying that he did something to his girlfriend, because they even actually saying, like, yo, it was a domestic violence. 70 years, she's still alive. You telling me 70 years, even if she's dead, you're telling me 70 years. Like, no, dog. That doesn't make any sense. And that's way too much time. I don't care if he got caught with the gun, pistol whipped her with the gun, spit in her and raped her. Like 70 years is just excessive. I don't care what anybody says. 70 years is excessive for all of that shit, dog. There's people. Ask, if you've ever been locked up, look at all the people that's been in there since the 80s or the early 90s or even the late 90s. Right. Because that's still like 20 years from 20 years, late 90s, like 20 something years. Yo, those people in there are fucking not a threat. Not a threat. They not thinking about doing anything wrong if you was to allow them out that gate. Now, I'm not saying they wouldn't do anything, but I'm just saying they're not thinking about that. And the only reason they probably would is because you done kept them back there so long that when they come out, they don't got no fucking shit to get on their feet. And after a while, you have to do shit to just, you know, survive. Get what I'm saying? Because that's the position y'all put us in. Another way for you to finesse. But let me get to this this other joint real quick. I want to show y'all this real fast. And I showed this before. But again, I actually want to go. This is Yale Law Journal. Um, from 1975. This is back in 1975. Plea, the defense attorney's role in plea bargain. I showed this before, but I, I just like to show this to the audience. Any Every time we start talking about court and people being sentenced, because listen, I have a real bug in my ass. Real talk, no homo, but I have a real bug in my ass about this, um, this criminal justice system. This shit is just so fixed. I think the, the thing that makes me so mad is that it's fixed and they've convinced our people, they convinced people, not just our people, right? They've convinced people in general. They convinced the whole United States 
almost the whole world to an extent that like they're justified for all the goofy shit that they be doing. Like a lot of us really believe that like, yo, you deserve all that time you're getting, not knowing that this whole thing is a finesse. And I always say that when it comes to the police, they're just they're just the beginning of the finesse, because even regardless of what the police do, all they can do is arrest you and charge you. Right. They can arrest you and they can charge you. Right. They can charge you with a crime. That's why I say when people do all that, when the cops come, this is for all my young brothers and sisters. Listen, when the police come, they start getting all, all that rah-rah stuff and you really didn't do what you do, but they're about to take you to jail. Just just be calm. It's nothing you can do for real, for real. All you're going to do is put up a fight. That's going to just add more stuff to your stuff. Just let them do what they do and then go fight that, right? Because all you're going to do is put yourself in the worst situation. But even... Because after that, once you get to court, if it wasn't a finesse, right, if this wasn't such everybody was orchestrated to work together to 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 finesse the defendant. After the police arrest them and they go to court, if it's some bogus shit, it's just going to get thrown out. Oh, this was probable cause. Um, He didn't have no probable cause to do such 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 such. But because there's a finesse and you have people who are being paid to plead you guilty. Right. We have people right here where they're being paid to plead you guilty. When a lawyer handles five cases a day and earns $50 for each one, his annual income will uh, substantially um, in excess of, will be ex substantially in excess of 50,000. Moreover, some lawyers manage to enter more than 50 guilty pleas each day in a felony courts at at least 200, 300, and 500 fees for routine guilty pleas. Cases seem far from common than $50 fees. Now watch this, family. Now watch this real quick. I found no consistency among the attorneys whom I've interviewed concerning the portion, right? Concerning the portion of the criminal bar who, would, who could fairly be characterized as cop-out lawyers in the sense that they invariably uh, urge their clients to plead guilty regardless of the circumstances in of particular cases. Now, listen, family, this is what this shit is about. And this is why it's, it's hard to not argue with the police when they bring you in for some shit you didn't do, because nine times out of 10, you're going to get finessed when you get to the court part anyway. So they got it finessed. They oh, go out there. This is how I go. Go out there for the police. Y'all overly police the black people. Bring them in here. Then we got the lawyer who's going to, you know, plead them out regardless. He's not going to fight the hard case. Right. He's not going to fight the case and file all the motions and do all the paperwork to, you know, get the case thrown out. He's just going to, you know, do a routine guilty plea. And that's it. You get what I'm saying? And then the prosecutor gets his it's, it's 90, 96, 94, 92 percent conviction rate going. And now we got the ball rolling. Right. This is again, this is why they be giving people so much time to family. And we got to also understand that this is another reason they giving people all this time. Real talk. 
They're giving people all this time because they're making money while they just sitting in the prison system in general. You feel me? They getting time by just sitting in the prison system in general. This is why when you have the death row, that people are sentenced to death row, they've been in there 20, 30 years, all their appeals done fucking timed out. If they didn't time out, they probably didn't time out. But all their appeals, um, they exhausted all that already, right? Why are you still sitting there for all those years? Because it's the money aspect. If they were losing money for, you know, inmates being in there for a long time, death row would be empty. And the and the appeal process would be quick as hell, just like this. Yep, you denied. You dying tomorrow. Get ready for next week. Tell your people next week we, we executing you. You see what I'm saying? They get paid for every day they have inmates there. For each inmate, they're getting paid every day. So that's what I'm saying. It's 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 a big business. This is a big business, and this is why you see sentences like this, and people can just do what they want. Oh, I'm white and I say so. Man, listen, I'm just giving you 70 years. I don't even care. The simple fact that there's no outrage and that the judge can't get his ass sat down for doing something like that. How does, how does, right? Of course, he's going to get all that time back. He's going to get probably fucking 60. He probably get fucking 68 years back, nigga, of that fucking 70. Right? Because it, it, because you're overkilling. You're overkilling. You're doing this on purpose, right? It's no way, nothing he did, it's nothing he did from that article. I would tell you, show me, show me Texas law, right? Show me Texas law and Texas statutes, and you tell me that a DV would forget an airsoft gun. Let's say he had a fucking rocket launcher. Let's say he had a goddamn machine gun or an army tank. Nigga, none of that shit is holding fucking 70 years as a sentence. Nigga, you look down the sentencing guidelines, because they have sentencing guidelines. This holds this. This holds this. This holds this. None of that shit, even if you add up everything. That's how I always tell people when I caught my case in New Jersey, this is why I was facing 50 years and they offered me a 50 with a 30 because I had three possessions of a firearm. Three. So all them shits held 10 years. Then I had a, um, no, I had four possessions of a firearm. Then I had a, uh, a looting, a second degree of looting, which held 10 too. That's, that's 50 years right there. So they basically saying, oh, he makes it, he facing 10, a maximum of 10 on each one. So this is the deal we're going to give you a 50 year deal. You got to do 30 before you see parole. And of course, I was like, hell, no, I ain't doing that. Shit. I'm not taking no deal like that. Crazy as hell. But I'm saying this is how they come up with deals, because they look at how much you're how much you're facing. That, that's what I'm saying. Even if you added up all the stuff that they saying he's doing, spitting at the police or spitting on the police, whatever, right? Um, the DV, the airsoft gun, bro, all of that shit ain't going to total 70 years. So how the fuck did you give him that much time? Somebody who does that, some shit like that, it's supposed to be like, yo, you got to go. We, you can't be in here doing shit like that. You know damn well, you're not fucking stupid. 
you're a fucking judge, nigga. You, that means you went to law school for years and years and years, and now you're telling me that they presented this in front of you and you didn't know that, nigga, 70 years was excessive, that he was only facing what? Let's just say he was even facing 15 years for all that shit. Was, that is even excessive, and I don't think none of that holds 15 years. But let's just say he was he was facing 15 years. Damn, nigga, you going to say 70? You ain't even going to say 25. Like, we're going to get you. I know you're only facing 15, but 25. And still, he would go up for an appeal and get all that time back because it's an illegal sentence and all of that shit. But who cares? The simple fact that you can't even do somebody and put somebody through that, and they have to go through all this rigorous shit and miss a date or miss some type of fucking, some fucking uh, deadline in that appeal process, and your appeal is over. And then you don't get your time back. Yo, this is the fucking one of the wickedest, wickedest, wickedest fucking uh, judicial systems on the planet, dog. I'm trying to tell you it's the wickedest shit on the planet. I had a post on Facebook and, and somebody, a friend of mine, he put a um, smiling emoji on it. And he, I, I don't know, I guess he was, you know, because what I said was um, a lot, not all, because a lot of the people Majority of the people that I feel like Dr. You know, winners, Dr. Uh, Randy Short, Dr. Claude Anderson, Dr. Boyce Watkins, majority of the people I follow, Dr. Mayotte, right? A lot of the people that I follow and I listen to, right, have PhDs. So they went to college. So I'm not saying all, but I said a lot of college people who have degrees are turning the coons by default. And I mean that and I stand on that shit because I said a lot of them go and then they get jobs. Right. And then when they get jobs, they witness racism. They witness, um, um, you know, unfairness and they don't do shit about it. They don't speak up on it and they don't do shit about it. Why? In fear of losing their job or ruining their career. Right. But at the end of the day, that by default is making you coon out. Because anytime you're not, well, even though a coon purposely does stuff, right? But again, somebody who knows, somebody who knows that racism is happening, but you're not doing shit about it, to me, you're a coon. If you allow it and you just sit there back passively why it happens and never speak on it or never do nothing or take a stand on it, man, you coon. you a coon. I don't care. you a coon. And if it's another word for it, then you that. Maybe coon isn't the appropriate word, but nigga, that is some BS. I don't care what nobody talking about. And I'm going to throw you the coon title. For real, family, because we get, listen, man, we have to start calling people out. That's the only way this is going to work. That's the only way this is going to work. We have to call people. I also a couple of other things I want to talk about, but I'll probably talk about it on a different uh, recording. I've been bu I've been real busy. I'm sorry, fam. I know I ain't been doing that many videos, but I've been really, really, really busy working on something right now. But um, watch these people in the community, man. It's a lot of people running around here. Um, they are trying to bring a lot of these little debaters back, and I don't got nothing. I don't got nothing against Young Pharaoh or whatever, whatever, or anything like that. But I seen him on Sarnetta, and you know, I know, I just noticed that I seen uh, Shaka debate. I didn't see it, see it, but you know, I just I seen it come across my screen or whatever. Shaka debated um, um, Tazariak or whatever, and I noticed that they bringing a lot of this back. But 
and I notice there's a lot of people in the community now um, that's, you know, it's a lot of people in the community now that's now trying to argue. got to watch. People are now trying to argue about everything. Oh, uh, um, Africans wasn't the first people to come to America. It's just a whole bunch of stupid shit that I feel like people are just now just arguing stuff just for the sake of arguing, just to be different and controversial, right? Just to be controversial. And because and I'm not going to say no names. I done told somebody through inbox because I, I just want to wait till it happened. I say, yo, I'm calling this right now. I'm calling it. But but it's somebody in our community that I feel as though is an agent. And I feel like it's going to come out soon because I've been having this feeling for a little minute. And this person is very, very like. They talk about the conscious community. They always say, oh, the pseudo conscious community, pseudo conscious community. And then when you saying that, right. Because the conscious community. We know who the conscious community is. The conscious community is pretty much black America. Right. FBA. Majority of the conscious community is made up of foundational black Americans. You might have some, you know, some of some of other brothers and sisters in there for most part. So when this person is constantly saying that, right, all this, oh, Adam Van Sertema, you, 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 you bringing up all these people all of a sudden. Right. And you not foundational black American. I feel like now you're starting to say certain things because you're trying to undermine this reparations movement. And this is why you now running around trying to cause dissension and bring now they bring in SETI and Pharaoh and whoopie whoop and they, they trying to listen, man, I'm trying to tell you, it's, it's, it's some funniness going on because we started. I just seen the other day and it's so funny because I said, I said, oh, shit, they talk about reparations in Detroit. Now, Detroit got a reparations task force. Feel me, South Carolina is all these reparation task forces popping up around the country as we keep arguing and fighting for reparations. Now we got people in the community who trying to bring other people in the community that actually was destroying the shit with all the fucking beefing. And when the shit went to shit, y'all trying to bring all them people, same people back to interact, to argue and go back and forth with each other again for what? I feel as though it's for a distraction and somebody is being planted in the community. I swear to God, somebody's being planted in the community to sow dissension and to get us all focused, right? This is why everybody wants to just bring up anything. Yo, uh, the Egyptians, uh, they they wasn't really black. You feel me? They just bringing up stupid shit, just stupid shit, just to be just to be different, just to be be controversial and have people going back and forth. Oh, no. Where's your sources? This, that third. Come on, dog. None of this shit is getting us nowhere. None of that. And it's so funny because I let them, you know, they can do what they do. I'm I'm not going to knock anybody's hustle or anything like that. And I ain't saying a hustle like you're trying to get over on anybody. I'm just saying hustle as far as making bread. Not trying to knock that, but like, yo, for real, let me keep it a buck. None of that shit is getting us anywhere. Arguing religion, debating religion, debating whether who was the first people over here in America, even though I feel like people are starting to bring that debate up now because we try to get reparations. And as long as you try to say we didn't come here before Columbus, you're saying that the, that we don't have rights to the land now. 
See what I'm saying? This is why you got to watch people, man. You got to watch people and what they doing and what they trying. But I'm going to get up out of here, family. I'm going to let y'all go. Peace, love, and reparations. Please make sure y'all subscribe to the channel. I appreciate all the love and support. Um, I'm definitely going to get back to it. I was getting a little busy, but I'm finished doing. I'm not finished. Almost finished. I'm all the way at the end of doing what I was doing. So I'm definitely going to be making some more videos, man. Y'all y'all stay blessed, man. Y'all have a good weekend, man. I hope y'all... um. Stay positive, man, and stay sucker-free, man. We up out of here.